Uh, it's time now for the Robert Sala Report, uh, brought to you by Infinity.com and by Slomans. And the head coach of the New York Jets, Robert Sala, joins us now. Coach, um, with a night to think about it, uh, how do you feel about your team's performance last night against um, Kansas City? Uh, it, was, it was a gritty game. It was a battle, obviously. Go to look at the fourth quarter like everybody saw and, and uh, disappointed with the the uh, end of the game and the result. But, um, you know, whether you win or lose, you're always going to be able to find positives and negatives and uh, things that you can build off of. But uh, it was good to see Zach play well. Uh, I think that was a uh, that was a big step that we uh, that we all were were hoping we'd see and knowing that we'd eventually see. But um, yeah, those games are always a little awkward feeling. Seventeen, so. nothing. The safety feels like it might have been a turning point. Was it, or would everything have happened anyway? Uh that's always a good question, right? Who knows? But. You know, you know, they were still punting from a backed-up situation, so we knew we were going to get the ball at midfield. Um, you know, at that, and uh, you know, but we get those two points. Uh, you know, we come back, we we get three points after that, so we got some momentum, and defense was starting to pick up. You know, forced uh, Mahomes into two uh, first-half turnovers. Really, could have been three, could have been, should have been four. Uh, um, with that interception at the end of the game, but I uh, thought defense did a really good job clamping down after the first quarter, um, and then offense was um, offense was moving in that second and third, and uh, and really, you know, it was moving really well up until that uh, illegal man downfield penalty um, uh, that would have had us inside the twenty yard line with a chance to take the lead, but. Uh, you know, so you know, just um, there's a lot of good things. Like I said, there's a lot of things that we've got to improve on still. But um, you know, the two best teams, I think, uh, arguably the two best teams in the conference, being Miami and Buffalo. If you're outside looking in, um, played those two teams really well, and it's you know, it's something that I at least look at in terms of this football team and what we are capable of. And if we play to the best of our ability, and we and we're efficient on third down, and we get off the field on third down, and we create turnovers on defense, and um, and we stay aggressive on offense. We can play with anybody. Coach, you've been, during your tenure here, one one tough spot has been for the first quarter. Um, you've been almost doubled up uh, in the first quarter since you got here. I think 195 to 102 in, in first quarter points. Is there something that you guys just aren't doing right game prep-wise? Uh, what What is it that is leading to these slow starts? Um, you know, that's a good question. You know, there's a... Um, you know, I, I can give you a whole, a whole bunch of, a uh, bunch of things. We're constantly looking at trying to find ways to improve both offensively and defensively. Um, you know, we've, uh, you know, in that first year, we had a very, very young team. You know, it's uh, second year felt like we we're we we're a little bit better, but um, you know, it's, it's something you're always trying to do. You're always trying to start fast. Um, you know, we are a team that defers, so the team we're we're usually on defense to start games and. Uh, so you're you're always going to be a possession down. So that's a big part of it. But uh, um, but yeah, no, it, it's something we're always trying to improve on. You'd love to win every single quarter. So would you reconsider about always deferring? No, um, you know, deferring. There, there's a lot of things that go into uh, go into it, and you know, the 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 biggest thing is that 
you know, just like last night, you know, you when you have a chance, you you can have a couple of mishaps in the first half, knowing full well that you still have a chance to lap them, and you know, by scoring at the end of the first half and getting the ball to start the second half, that's like stealing a possession. And uh, and we had that opportunity yesterday. Obviously, we missed the field goal, and then we came out in the third quarter with the ball, and we go down and score, and we tie it up. So, um, you know, to have that in your pocket to to be able to go and. Uh, to finish the half with the ball and then to start the second half with the ball is is a is a is a is a huge advantage, especially if you capitalize on it. You could swing a door, you can swing a game back in your favor, or you can blow the doors open. So it's uh, to have that in your back pocket. I think league wide is universal in that mm. in that viewpoint. I got a chance to talk to you last week, Robert, about like that drive in the fourth quarter that Zach had against the Patriots. Ah, wh- can't you bottle that and, and do it again? Why does it seem like he has it in him, but then at times he doesn't? Were you able to go to school on that, watching the film, and maybe apply it to some of the success he had last night? Yeah, it's you know it comes down to you know we we've talked about it, and I know I get beat up sometimes even in this from our PR guys when I talk about practice, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know you're you're trying to to get him to play free of mind and just let it rip and. And um, there's moments in games where he you you see it and you're like, damn, dude, just do it all the time. And uh, he, uh, I think he he played with free of mind, very confident. Thought Nathaniel and uh, and uh, Todd Downing did a really nice job. You know, the big thing is that you know those two are still trying to to learn everything that he's comfortable with on game day. You know, you you go through an entire offseason. Like I said, you're building an offense for for Aaron, and you know Zach is doing things and. Uh, the backup quarterbacks. Everyone's executing the same uh, the same kind of practice because you're trying to get reps in, and, uh, and then you get in the uh, bullets being thrown at you. And you know, there's a level of comfort that you are. Your quarterbacks different. Everyone's got a different uh, comfort level with different concepts, and uh, and so they're learning as they go. And it's been it's been really cool to see Hackett, Downing, the quarterbacks all communicate and trying to see what he likes, what he doesn't like, and uh, continuing to evolve the game. The the, the the weekly game plan and the really the system uh, around Zach and and our new offensive line and the receivers that we have and the running backs to to do what's do what's best for this team right now and it's um, I know from a patience level everyone wants it done yesterday but uh, it's the good news is it should only get better um, you know and there's still going to be some bumps along the road but it's definitely trending in the right direction. What did um, having Rogers there mean to the team and do you think it had a positive effect on Zach? Uh, that'd probably be more of a question for Zach. Um, I do, you know, I'm not sure about yesterday, but I, I, I will tell you Saturday night when he, when he walked into that team room and had a kind you know, just gave him the floor to talk to the guys. Um, I said in my press conference after the, you know, the, there's a genuine love and appreciation that's reciprocated on both ends in terms of his teammates love him and he loves his teammates. And you could see that when, uh, when he was talking to him and, um, so I think, uh, him being there, uh, Saturday night was, was greatly appreciated by his teammates and, uh, you know, everybody misses him. So Let, let's talk about, you know, you mentioned the, the fourth interception that wasn't because of that penalty. You've gotten to take a closer look. I know you were upset when you saw the replay on the big board and I've never seen you that angry on the field. Do you still think it was a, a call that should not have been made? Uh, I'm going to wait for the uh, – I'm, I'm going to stay quiet on that one, guys. Um, 
think I'm already in enough trouble. <laughs> <laughs> How about the entire, I mean, there were some non-calls, too, on that drive. As you're standing there watching that drive unfold, knowing we just have to get the ball back, what were your emotions? Um, like, you know, like I said, that, 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 that last drive was a little bizarre. You know, when, when you're playing a game and you're playing a style and you're, you're, you know, you put yourself in the shoes of a player and a coach. And, um, you know, and, and it wasn't like, uh, Kansas city was the only one getting, that was beneficiary of calls. You know, in the first three quarters, we were both getting calls. They got some favorable calls. We got some favorable calls and that happens in a game. And, um, but you're also establishing a style of play that you're allowed to get away with. And, um, and so you've established this style of play. The players are making the adjustments according to the way the game is being called. The coaches are coaching it according to the way it's supposed to be called or the way it's being called. And then you get into a big, big part of the game, and now it's not. And that's that's where, you know, you just, from a, whether it was the right call or you rewind and say, yes, it was, that's not that's not the point, and uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's stuff that we got to look at. Just one clarification, because all we want to do is coach our players within the rules of the rules of the game, and we understand every single crew is going to be doing. It's kind of like kind of like uh, an umpire in in, uh, in baseball. You know, if they were changing the strike zone every inning, that that would drive batters and pitchers crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know, you establish your strike zone, you stick with your strike zone, and that's the strike zone for the game. And you play off of it, and uh, but if it was changing from inning to inning, it can get very far. Or if it was, if the strike zone was established with the first eight innings and the ninth inning, it completely changes. Like what the hell? Mm. And um, you know, so that those are the things that uh, just we just want to coach our guys so they can be the best they can, so they can play fast, and that's that's all we're looking for. I don't know if this falls under you not wanting to talk about it, but the, the speculation was that the flag might have come after or during the interception, that the official might have been influenced by the result of the play. Do you think that happens in the NFL? Um, I, I, I know that um, if, if, uh, if, if it has nothing to do with the play, they hold on to it. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's, not, I don't, that's uncommon. All right, one final thing, Coach. Um, you know, Joe Namath had harsh things to say on this show about everything with the Jets last week. Was that a rallying point for your team? Do you think, again, maybe you should ask Zach this, but do you think it motivated Zach? Do you think it motivated Hackett? Was that a point of contention in that room as you were preparing for the game? Let's show him. No. Um, with respect to that, um, obviously we, we have a lot of respect for Joe and, and he's an icon in this organization, but external noise is not a motivator for success. The The motivation we have is to, to one another and to build for one another and to play for one another and to play for our families um, and our teammates in the locker room and, and the coaching staff in this organization. That's that's our motivation. Uh, to to rally around an opinion is not not something that we do. So, I mean, then then you don't believe in bulletin board fodder? No, not at all. <laughs> wow, Don, we guy. have somebody who agrees with Greg Buttle. Wow, Buttle always yeah. said that, Buttle's too. Buttle's been saying this for 20 years to us. Yeah, that if you need outside yeah. motivation, then something's wrong was always his response. That, that, that goes back to the, the, to the levels of competitor. If you need external motivation, then you're going to be a very inconsistent person in life. You want to be internal. Coach, thanks for coming on, as always. We'll talk to you next Monday. 
always. Thank you. All right. That was Thanks, the Robert Sala Report brought to you by Infinity.com. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. And Slomans. Slomans has low-price home heating oil for all New York football fans. Low prices, zero sacrifices. For 100 years, Slomans has been a staple in home comfort. Call 1-866-OIL-DEAL. 